1: Coming to you live from downtown Detroit. This is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep. Hey, we're all here. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are we doing? Doing well.
2: Doing well. We're uh we're firmly in the green here by uh 15 and a half handles at 4528. Uh just off that pre-market high. Things are things are thin for resistance on the upside, folks. So let's get through that pre-market high. 3175. Uh crude follow throughs follow through on the red day from yesterday down two hundred eighteen at one hundred ten sixteen. Gold in the red by eight eighty at eighteen fifty three twenty. Silver going to the same way uh down four cents at twenty five eighty eight. Bitcoin uh, c- uh, continues its steady climb here over the last three days, up seven seventy five at forty four nine forty, and Ethereum futures they're going the same way. They're up sixty three dollars thirty one
1: ninety four. All right. So I am being advised, and I see it also is on my screen that we're having some YouTube issues again today. Which, but we are we are still live and good to go on all other platforms. Uh, so uh, what is going on with YouTube? I I don't know. We are still live on on Twitter. We're live on on Facebook. Uh, so, but YouTube is for whatever reason doing some weird things here. Uh, so let's tr- we're gonna try to troubleshoot in the background. If we have to restart, we'll restart. But let's just keep going. And uh, I see it trying to work. So let's just keep going here, and then I'll update
3: y'all. There we go. I see it's back now. Okay. Now I see us on YouTube. Uh, so social- yeah, it's working now too. What? Why is that? What's YouTube doing to us, man? So uh,
4: they're making changes in their live studio, which is causing issues with probably OBS and other
3: platforms. Yeah, so. yeah, their live changes suck. Yes, yeah. I would one hundred percent agree with that. We'll just sum it up for you. All right. Well, we're working now, which is all that matters. So
1: uh, Joel, why don't you run through the overnight charts again? Because I think. The people may have missed that. The people.
2: Okay. We're up fifteen and three quarters handles at 45, 28 and a quarter. Uh right off the pre-market high, 3175. Uh, if I told you where resistance was, you guys would fall off your chair. Uh Where's resistance. I don't have a daily level for another fifty handles.
3: Oh my god, I just fell off my chair. Oh, he did. Remember the person that fell off their chair the other day? Yeah, that was, oh, Spencer? That was funny. It. <laughs>
2: Uh crude bad day yesterday bad day today down 227 at 110 10 uh gold just hovering at 1950 down 820 1954 silver in the red by just 4 cents 2588 Bitcoin moving up towards that resistance, up seven fifty and forty four nine fifteen. Ethereum futures up sixty three dollars at thirty one ninety three fifty. We are ready to go here. What do you want to cover? We talked a lot about the pot stocks yesterday. I guess that's I the did. most. Oh, didn't
1: Dennis didn't get the chance to
2: no, I talk did. about them. No, okay, we'll let you talk about them, and then um, we'll have our blast off at eight
3: thirty-five. Pot is hot. For, first off, does
1: anyone understand what's happening with Tilray here? Because this is now the second time in the last couple of days that Tilray, especially,
3: oh, squeezing—they're
1: just squeezing Tilray, just
3: squeezing him.
1: L- look at Tilray after hours. I mean, the all dash
3: for trash started a week ago when GME and AMC started blasting off, and now they're just going through them one at a time. I Robot yesterday blasting off they're going through them one at a time and now they're going through them sectors at a time too and now it's pot and obviously as this vote was the catalyst but now yes. the pot's got to blast off too so if so you're we- short these beaten down trashy names right now i'd be covering them because you know these things that have been in moving now i mean some have already moved but the ones that haven't moved you know for two days you know the, the pot stocks didn't really participate in this ridiculous rally and and all the trash and you're starting to see that happen here now. So perfect timing. What is the catalyst's vote? What is this? Yeah. Catalyst so, vote? Uh, marijuana moment is the alley that broke this news that the House
1: uh, has scheduled a vote for Monday on on the MORE Act, the Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement Act. Um, that will that'll go to a vote next week. This is thought to be a formality because remember. A cannabis bill already passed the House of Representatives back in December 2020. It died in the Senate, but it passed the House. So it passed the House once, it can pass the House again. So the the, the thought is, okay, it'll get to the House. But unlike last time, this time we have a a Democratic-controlled Senate that would also maybe want to pass this bill. And we know that Biden's probably not going to veto. So the path to legalization looks like it could be, it could be happening.
3: This is the run up into this, into the event. When is the vote?
1: Um, uh, Monday.
3: On Monday. So, do we know what time we're we gonna get? Like a Monday morning over the weekend. I, move I here too, or I
1: don't know what time. So. so
3: it'll probably be a buy on rumor buy, on, and even if they pass it, you wonder if they don't pull the rug out from under it after that. But I mean, this is a nice lift for a lot of beaten down names. Do they have more gas? Who knows where the rocket ship ends? I mean, Tilray is your best one to look at right now because it's squeezing and it's got the vote, the catalyst here. It's 822. I wouldn't be surprised this thing could see 10 bucks. It would not surprise me. I'm not saying it's going to do that. I'm not saying I'm buying at 822 and I think it's going to 10, but it's now in the middle of nowhere. 10 is a logical place for massive resistance to happen. I would probably be a seller if it got up to there. If I'm in it, I'm probably riding it. And hoping, you know, the talk on CNBC today as they talk ahead of this vote, maybe the weekend gets you a left. Um, if we've got anywhere near that 10, I'd dump it. That's my opinion. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, this is just such
2: a godly, awful-looking chart. Um, I'll just go with your uh Not if you bought December. it a few days ago. Yeah, uh, no, exactly. I'm just looking when I look at that 300 high and then. Uh, I'm looking at the bottom right chart. Um, That's what's hot
3: right now. I'll just keep clear with you. I mean,
2: 1026 is your last monthly high. That was back in December. So if you want to go and look back in your December chart and some other daily levels there, you can, but
1: you're on your own on that one. But so Tilray is the biggest mover, but of course, not the only one because every pot stock is ripping, right? So Canopy kronos aurora uh scott's miracle grow
3: all the oh, Scott's miracle Grow! i didn't even yeah, think that's about not, that one is
2: that actually
3: yeah that's not moving at all yeah you know what though that's a good call spencer it did actually move up yesterday afternoon so you wonder yeah, if did. this one doesn't you know sneaky real rally here here's a value trade too to be honest with the smg i don't have this in my portfolio i probably should be in there i mean the trend is awful What's the P E on this poppy? I knew you were gonna ask. Me. What is it? Yeah. Uh, well that's what I, I'm looking it's it's classic, just basic uh, analysis Ford, of what goes in my long term portfolio. Uh, on, a,
1: on a forward basis, it's uh fourteen point eight price to sales of one point four. It's just
3: a cheap, cheap stock. So it's cheap. It's been beat up with the rest of the market here. It was $250 when we thought pot was going to take over the world. And SMG was going to be with a participant. And even though it's a very small portion of their overall business, I mean, the stock's been cut in half. Should it have been at 250? I don't think so. Should it be down at 124? I don't think so either. So I write this one down on my list. I don't own it, but it's one that maybe I, I would think about, you know, even today. Not right. a nice, move off the
2: low. So. yeah. You're not really chasing though because you made that well, there's
3: uh, no yet. offers right now. So if it like well, just then blasts off off the I think the pot stocks will lift it. So you want to be somewhat careful here because pots lifting. I think Spencer is you know is a sneaky little SMG, people didn't think about it yet. I wouldn't be surprised if this does get a lift. Sneaky, sneaky. Yeah, you've had
2: about a 20 point move off that low. So ideally, one. 121, 122. You had a shot at that yesterday. That was half of the half of the retracement, half of the move back. So um, I don't know if we're going to get a look at it again today. I uh, went off the board at 24.75.
1: And then just something to think about here is, you know, on all these stocks, just go back to December, January 2020, 2021, and uh, see what happened there. Granted, this time very well could be different because, as I said, we actually could get through Congress on this one. Um, uh, through both houses but just you know just in case just go back to that that time period and, and, and look what happened in in the price action because um if Yeah that, and
2: just just remember the price action when um when uh, gambling got legalized too.
1: Yeah. 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 And well also the price action <laughs> when the price action when Biden the when Biden was elected I mean every it was you would have thought that cannabis was going to get legalized the very next day based on the price action.
3: The the money is made in the run-up into these events. And that's what you're seeing right now. And I've made money for 22 years trading stocks ahead of events, being long into an event, selling before the event, because I don't like the risk of the event. But I do it every week. I'm usually long the major earnings stocks ahead of their earnings reports, and then I dump them before the report, unless I forget. (laughs) Or, Or, you know, unless I just get a little bit crazy. But, I mean, for the most part, there's alpha to be extracted from being long stocks ahead of newsworthy events. Yep. 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 There's simple, simple, simple strategies that just continue to work in this market. And that's one that has worked for 20 years. So, I mean, Probably if it longer. worked for me for 20 years, I'm going to continue to play. And that's what you're seeing here right now in the pot stocks. You know, it's, you know, we don't have to look at a fundamental. This is just, this is the, the catalyst. It's a vote that's happening on Monday. You're getting the classic run up into that news event. And we'll see, you know, we don't know if it's going to pass or if it's not going to pass, but don't be surprised if it passes and they lift on it initially. And then they pull the rug out because a lot of times it's buy the rumor, sell the news, buy ahead of the event, sell the event. So if you're sitting up 40, 50, 60%, you know, in two days on some of these stocks running into the event, I'd ring the register, but but again, you got a full day of trading here, so maybe you want to you know give it a little bit yet.
1: Yeah. Let's uh, let's move on to some other movers here outside of cannabis because uh, there's a bunch of things happening here overnight. Nothing major, but a lot of small things. Um, two stocks that I want to quickly address that were moving after hours. Well, one of them was moving. One of them was just like a crazy trade. Dennis, did did you see a WD forty WDFC? That was like a busted trade, I think. Is... No,
3: no, it was just a bad print. I All mean, right, that's, that's what people just right. don't understand the okay. tape and they like t- talk about it on Twitter and oh, they gosh. don't know. So so I've explained this stuff on the show before. When you see Finra, it's not a busted trade, it's not anything like that. When you see Finra TRF, I this didn't, is off I, exchange I, trade. I didn't, I didn't 45%. It's a good educational tool. 45% of your trades happen off exchange. We don't have a lot of color there. We've asked the SEC, we've asked the regulators to color the FINRA tape to tell us more. So we can only speculate. But there's a majority, there's a lot of different things happening. Some of this is off exchange market makers that are just executing retail trades. But there's also like stuff like Liquidnet where there's institutional crosses. But what needs to be known is that some of these tapes are actually, some of these trades are actually manually reported to the tape and sometimes they're delayed. So what you saw last night, if you—I don't know if you have it—but there was a trade at thirty dollars. Stock closed at one hundred eighty-five forty-one. I did. I pretty much up. guarantee you that was probably just a typing error as they were in an- manually entering the trade. And everybody looks. at was like, "What just happened to WDFC?" Well, somebody screwed up on the entry into the consolidated tape because all trades that happen in the U.S. have to be reported into the tape, even if they happen off exchange. They got to be reported to the FINRA trade reporting facility. So when you see something like thirty dollars. Way out of the money like that, it was like three thousand shares. A couple, it was probably just like a a, a clerk, like literally an error uh, in entering the price. So that never traded down there. Don't get scared; your stock didn't trade down to thirty dollars for your long WDFC. It was probably just a mistake. But again, we don't have color on this; we'll probably never know. But I, you know, I see something that absurd out there. I was like, well, I typed it in wrong. Somebody screwed up. Maybe they meant to type like three thousand shares and they typed thirty dollars. That's what I would speculate happened. Awesome. This is this is what it looked like on the uh, trade
2: station uh, 30, 30, 30. Is there 30. three?
3: Thir- how many shares traded? Can we see how many shares? Traded? It
2: actually says zero.
3: Well, they would have called it. So it's zero because they would have. Oh, taken no, 3,000. You're right. There you three go. Th- so th- it's not even speculating. Like I'm speculating, <laughs> but look, <laughs> 3,000 trades at 30. So somebody screwed up entering that. They probably meant to put the price like 185.41, but they put instead of the price, they put the quantity. Three thousand, and they probably entered 30.00 <laughs> good So that they would have picked it nice. up. So that's—I bet you what—that is what happened. It's probably an error in how they, that was reported to the tape. All right, that, that was a good lesson. Uh,
1: the other one was, was is ACI uh, Albertsons. Uh, well, there's the, news. There's got to
3: be news. You on you,
1: you tweeted about this last night. I have to confess, uh, I I don't know what the news is. Uh, I asked on news desk. They don't know.
3: What I, I can tell you just from 22 years of tape reading and trading the after hours, this looks 99% like it's a secondary offering, but I haven't seen who's running the book. So I haven't seen anything of this. I'm just completely speculating that they announced a secondary. Just by looking at the tape, I can tell that this is a secondary offering. So this is something that somebody's you know got a pricing on and it's being run. And I don't know why it hasn't came across the street yet, but somebody knows something, and I'm pretty sure it's a secondary. You can just tell by the way it's trading. Full disclosure, I do have a trading position on this too.
1: Um, and Christopher mentions that uh, Albertsons is a uh, relatively recent uh, IPO. Well, it, it, it was gone and then it came back, right? Uh, we have another IPO this morning that is uh, trending down. It's actually... Among the biggest losers of the morning, the honest company HNST. This is Jessica Alba's uh, beauty uh, products company, um, and this is one of their first. This is like their fourth earnings report, I think, as a public company. Uh, so they haven't been public very long. The IPO was only in uh, in May of last year, and it was bad. They they missed on the on the bottom line EPS. They made their revenue went down. The revenue went down. Uh,
3: so yeah, you don't want a, those growth stocks that don't make money to see the revenue dropping. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly what you don't want. Yeah. So um, I don't. I don't know anything about this company, and I don't care to know anything about it. It's down eighteen percent.
1: I mean, it's IPO. What was the IPO price here? Probably twenty. So <laughs> IPO price was sixteen. God, up to twenty three dollars and eighty eight cents.
3: Yeah. Back in twenty twenty one when they bought anything, and they didn't care what they were putting money into. Nobody yeah. understood what they were putting money into. So. There you go. Yeah.
2: Uh, 480. Someone has an opinion there. We're at 494. So that's, that's the only level I can give you. And, uh, yeah. And honest I guess people don't want like
1: uh no, like, like, honestly, clean it's, yeah it's clean it's, diapers. It's, I don't know. It, 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 it honestly was about a bad quarter, is all I can say about it. Uh let's move Eric
2: on. M says their product gives my kid rashes. So <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> that's,
3: that's not, not a, a good that's not <laughs> good news. Yeah, it's clean diapers, but it gives the kids wrapped rashes. <laughs> Wait, to, <laughs> we, we don't we don't know anything about that.
1: Wait, tell us more about those rashes. Uh please. Um <laughs> Uh, there was actually a number of offerings last night. I don't know if Albertsons is one, but uh, Purple, I'm pretty
3: sure we're gonna find out Albertsons is one. But yeah, give me the ones that we do know uh, about.
1: PRPL they announced a $65 million common stock offering. Asana announced uh, announced a mixed shelf offering. Uh, no size disclosed. Uh, there's
3: there's maybe one more. Chesapeake. Thank you. Chesapeake announced an offering last. Everybody's week. selling high. I yeah. mean, all these stocks have gone to ridiculous levels. It doesn't make any sense, really. So the companies are like, let's raise some cash because we know what's coming. They know what's co- like. If you're a good company executive and your stock's ripping higher, all its tea leaves are there. I mean, it's going to be tougher times for a lot of companies, and you know, and quietly can start seeing separation here too. I mean, look at Williams Sonoma. Here's a good one: WSM. When people are getting strapped, what do you think they're selling? What do you think they're not buying? These these huge dis- expensive discretionary purchases. William Sonoma, everything they sell in that store is super expensive. And you know what? The stock has been beat up. And you can say, Well, look at the PE and the P. What's the P on William Sonoma? Because it's low. What's the P on this puppy? I bet you it's under 10. 12 uh it's yes. 10. 4p is 10 you're very yeah good. and he, wow, how can i go wrong 2.13 percent dividend but it was as good as it gets they've been in an environment where it's been as good as it gets and that's why the stock is starting to get beat up here now again if you know we move back to all-time highs maybe we get inflation in check but i just think with the rising interest rate environment with where interest rates are there's certain stocks that will perform in this environment there's certain stocks that will not and if you're strapping the consumer they're not going and expiring and, and going into their Williams-Sonoma and just, exp, you know, spending all their discretionary cash because they don't have any left. So half the population is going to be really hurting here, maybe even more than that, especially with, the you know, the rise in interest rates. So consumers not going to have as much money, and that's, you know, manifesting itself in a number of stocks, including the automotive makers. You know, you wonder why, you know, these things keep trading lower. I mean, going out buying a new car right now? So, like, look at Toyota. Look at the rally it's had. I mean, this is a stock I would absolutely sell right now. Um, and it's help it's, me, help me with that symbol. TM. TM.
2: Oh, that's easy. But look,
3: you got the 50% retracement from the whole overall move. It's been a nice run back where this is kind of like the hope trade where everybody's like, yeah, we're going back to all time highs. I think we could go back to all time highs for a lot of stocks, but I don't know if it's like, those, you know, when you're selling stuff, I don't have people are going out and buying as many new cars. Like if you, and, and maybe we don't go into a recession. Maybe we get a ceasefire. Maybe inflation just magically goes away, but, and maybe they don't have to raise interest rates as much as they do, but in all likelihood, I don't see those things happening. And that's why I think you got to analyze your company and say, am I in something that consumers need, or am I in something that consumers want? And if you're in the stocks that's selling products that just consumers want but don't need, I think those are the wrong stocks to be in. You know, stocks that, you know, like Procter & Gamble, they're selling stuff. You're going to still go out and buy, you know, all your consumer staples products. You're still going to buy your Coke. You're still going to buy your Apple, you know, your iPhone because people are on their phones. You know, the technology is still there. People aren't going to get rid of that. But are they going to go out and buy a new car? I don't think so. So, you know, that, that that's what is concerning to me. And that's what I would say if, if you're analyzing your portfolio and, you know, you're worried, you know, that interest rates and inflation is an issue. I think those stocks get hit first. You know what else people need? Or maybe not people, but machines. They need chips. They need semiconductors. I don't know if I watch. Wow. I mean, it's just unbelievable the move in the semis yesterday, and and you know what? It's in everything. I mean, these are the most loved stocks, so it's it's natural that these are going to bounce back first. But holy cow, Nvidia! I mean, this is was two hundred and thirteen dollars nine days ago, and now it's two hundred and eighty-two. This is an incredible move. I mean, I missed it on a lot of these stocks. I am in long AMD. I was hoping for a catch-up trade. I started getting that yesterday. Uh, but, wow, what a move in these things. Joel, what are your thoughts here?
2: Uh, it was just a bunch of different catalysts. I think I think Kramer piled on it, I think, in the morning. And then uh, I heard another, like, Investor's Business Daily. I don't know if anybody reads that anymore. Uh, and then you had the... Um, the uh testimony um on the hill with uh some of the chip companies and just it just had a setup it had a pair of highs right uh, and then yeah. it had that that weekday and it and someone asked me about it yesterday and i'm like well you know it, it kind of looked like it was a little bit tired and then uh then it took out that pair of highs and it just you know they gobbled it up and you Know little technical formation, spoozer were moving up and yeah. took it through the momentum, probably ha- over halfway back now. Uh, we'll see what happens today. This is a streaky stock. It's uh, this was spike at 4 a.m. It's just, someone got real excited at 4 a.m. and paid up to what 286 or something like that. You got 288, the FOMO going 30. here 288.30. What are you thinking? They're thinking FOMO.
3: I mean, they got the FOMO. I do think, like, if we're making new all-time highs, it's going to be NVIDIA, AMD, they're going to be right up there. So, you know, again, there's two scenarios still here. I don't really get, you know, when I stop, and this is why I'm still 50% cash in the long-term portfolio, because I just think, I don't know the timing of how all this goes down, but I just don't see a reason to be all in on stocks right now. Trading, I'm always trading. I'm always going to be able to, you know, I'm well not maybe always, but I, you know, for 22 years, consistently made money trading, day trading, scalping, you know, arbitrage, all that type of stuff. You know, the long-term investing, I try to time it a little bit. Um, and right now I'm just not feeling it. I'm not feeling that stocks are cheap and I don't like the environment that we're going into. And that's why I'm keeping cash. And people are saying, you know, they feed at me every day because people love it when I'm wrong you know, because I'm opinionated. So, you know, they love you or they hate you. And that's it. if I say something bad about the stock, they automatically hate you forever. So there's a group of, you know, Twitter that people just absolutely hate me because I probably said something bad about their stock, you know, because I'm very opinionated. I will say I like your stock or don't like your stock. When I say I don't like your stock, they they automatically don't like me. Then that's just the way it works. I mean, that's the way people are. They're very close to their money and they don't like you saying anything bad about their stock. But I mean, I have people reaching out to me all the time. How's your cash doing, Dennis? How's your cash? Every day. People asking me, how's that 50% cash doing for you? Really? But, you know, that they didn't say anything. Why, we were going Why, down why do months. you, I mean,
2: you don't respond to them, do you?
3: Sometimes, but I usually don't. You I know, what I, don't. You know what, what I would do? you feisty, he does. You know what I would do? <laughs> if I'm feisty, I do. What, do you, what, what would you do, Joel? I'd block them. I don't block anybody. I don't block anyone. I don't know if I've ever even... Maybe I should. I have probably blocked a couple of people. I don't
2: think I've blocked anybody either. either, But I would. As if you
3: actually say something, like, really offside. You know, like, a lot... You know, sometimes take it another level. People make fun of my last name. Easy. Low, you know, easy to make
1: fun of. Low-hanging fruit, yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. Oh, yeah. Low-hanging fruit. I never heard that one before. Yeah. Oh, wow, you're a genius over there, buddy. So, I mean, it, it is what it is. I, I actually, 90% of the people on Twitter are awesome. So it's just the like the, 90. the group of people. there. I swear, it's 90% of the people are really good. And it's 10%, no, maybe it's not even, it's probably like 2% that are on there just to piss people off. So, like, they're intentionally going out there just to piss you off. Yeah. And 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 that's the truth. Like, there's people, they're anonymous handles, and they're going to say stuff. They don't have the guts to say it to you with their handle. I mean, I'm out there. This is my name. This is real. I'm saying it to you. It's coming from me, as long as it's the dentist stick with the check mark. But, you know, there's probably 2% of Twitter that's just out there lurking, just looking to piss people off. Because people get, like, they just, you know, they, they like that. They like pissing people off. Do you off. think
2: that there's, like, a Twitter uh, uh, hate dentist? Uh, bot? That, oh, like probably, they, 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 yeah. They there was it, like. one
3: bot going for a while, and it, said, it was it was they had the handle at stop triple D trader. Like it literally, they made right. a handle stop, stop talking triple D trader. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, and it was like yelling at me all the time. They all right, didn't like
1: right, all it. right, I'm bringing us back here. uh best us, back Yeah, I just months. had
2: a feeling this is gonna be one of these shows, Bed, bed, you know? and bed Bath
1: and Beyond. We gotta talk about pop. What are you going to Bed Bath and Beyond? What's happening here? Go look for yourself. And then tell, and then come at me. Oh. No, Ryan Cohen has settled, has reached a deal with the with the company. So uh, Ryan he, Cohen yeah. is the leader of all retail. I tell you, man, yeah. this guy. So Ryan Cohen himself is not joining the board, but three of his uh, people are joining the board of Bed Bath Beyond. So March March seventh, that big spike on that day. That That's was the day Ryan yeah. That was the day that his letter came out saying. We, I, I want board seats or I want you to spin off something or do something. Uh, that was the day we got to 30. We just spiked now to above 25 on the, on the resolution of that. I don't quite know if this makes sense to me, but
3: whatever. You can't be short sure of any of these meme stock retail-driven names right now. That's the route. We started four days ago. We said it on this show. Did we not say it on this show? When GameStop started blasting off three days ago. Had the big day, I was like, you can't be short any of these names, and there's probably a case to be long some of them too. So, I mean, it's you know, Bed Bath and Beyond. You got GameStop AMC and then Bed Bath and Beyond. So it hadn't participated for the last couple days. Is this gonna kickstart? It might. So, you know, these a lot of these stocks are completely disconnected with their fundamental story. It doesn't matter, you know, but Bed Bath Beyond is not like a GameStop or AMC, it's not an expensive stock either. It's just me and Joel just don't like the store, but I mean, for the most part, you know, you're not buying nothingness here. I mean, in some of these cases they were just buying, you know, hopes and dreams And Have they you know, closed any stores? I, I, I mean, man, I,
1: I love Bed Bath & Beyond What are you talking about? They have so much cool stuff over there
3: They're just such big stores and I yeah, just don't dude, see anybody buying anything ever dude, And they dude, have to coupon the hell out of you to get you in the store Every
1: cool infomercial product ever is at Bed Bath Beyond. Oh, that's
3: true there is okay. a point. There is a good point. There, they yeah. are the infomercial store. Yeah. They should actually call themselves the infomercials.
1: Maybe, maybe
3: one of
2: Ryan's ideas is uh, the reason he wants to get on the board is when you you know you go into the store. Okay, you know you either got to go right and or you either go left or right, and then you're 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 trapped. What he's going to do is he's Never just going to bulldoze like right down diagonal. Right, just blow everything out so you can walk in the middle, and you're not trapped in the store, and it doesn't take you forever to you know to get to your place. There's so no exit.
1: It does, yeah. it does. It does give off IKEA vibes in that. Oh yeah. Oh,
3: IKEA is the worst. You go in. There oh, you're, you're trapped. Get IP. out of this place. Yeah. You can't. Stop. You have to go through the whole store again. You just gotta, it's you just amazed. gotta
2: smell the meatballs, the Swedish meatballs. Uh, I mean, that's oh, yeah, the two dollar meatballs at the end of it it all. That's
3: the Pretty end, good.
2: Though. I like the two dollar meatballs. Uh twenty four eighty for you, uh, triple by traders. Uh, that's uh that was a recent high. Got through there in the pre market, getting a little over twenty five. Settled back down. So we're looking for a run back up to thirty. Uh, Jock down twenty four eighty. That's a potential capital P potential resistance
1: let's pivot to china here neo is your headline but all of china is trading down mostly because uh, yesterday a uh, u.s regulatory body kind of threw cold water on the idea that everything is all hunky-dory over there but neo had news overnight they had their earnings um their earnings were, was, is whatever. It's more about the deliveries. The delivery guidance that they gave was in line with estimates. Uh, so that's the most important thing. Here. What uh, is it in triple digits now? Well, for a quarter? No, no, it's wait, 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 wait for triple digits. Yeah, Joe, we're, we're way past that. Mm-hmm. We're into the we're into the tens of thousands. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, well, they they cars. Yeah, yeah. They make cars for a long yeah, time. Yeah,
3: they make cars. They they don't make a million cars, but they make cars. Of course, you don't know the numbers coming from China. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you always got to put a lot asterisks beside. They're not Gap, you know, Gap, which obviously you know has been an issue for a while. But anyway, we going to talk about that. For thirteen dollars to twenty-one, it's had a good run here. It's had a good bounce back here. I'm scared of all Chinese stocks. Um, at this point in time, they've just run so far that as much as they were really oversold two weeks ago, they're now getting to a point where they're starting to feel a little bit overbought. I mean, JD to get all of its losses back, double topped it up there at seventy twice, gave you the shot just under seventy. Look at that, Joel. Look at that JD chart. I mean, we group all these together. You can see how I always relationship it back. Because that's where I make the money. That's where I'm trying to teach <sighs> you guys to make the money. It's about relationships. It's about grouping them all together. And this stock starts moving. It causes these ones to move. That's where, you know, the stat herb stuff comes into play. But those JD, double top at just under 70, right? Where I you think get resistance. Yep. I mean, that's just a technical setup. And now it's reversing off. It couldn't get there. Couldn't get there. Now you're down two bucks here in the pre-mark. I don't know if there's a headline coming out of China here again. Yeah. But, you know, you had a stock that went from 41 to 69 in three days. What do you do when your stock what do goes you do? from 41 you... to 69 in three days? You sell it. That's what you do because that is a ridiculous move, especially into that resistance.
2: It's kind of a little it's, – it's trying here. Uh, once again, the 4 a.m. Uh, traders slammed it down to 58, getting a little bit of a rebound. Uh, and, wow, three lows in the same area right around 58. So if you're still hanging on here – uh below fifty-eight is when the floodgates open a little bit. The bottom of yesterday's range, uh, ah, you're almost there. Fifty-eight seventy-two. If you're not worried about, you know, get a little gap fill there. That's not bad. Uh a lot of people like to see the close at 6152. Uh, Neil, we did get to report and I was watching this and I'm and I and I'm saying I'm like, why is someone paying up for this here? And I thought for sure triple D. You're going to give them something to think about going into the report. But they bid this thing up. They, on yeah. yeah. Then you told me that what? Someone was uh, on CNBC. They brought an about analyst on CNBC
3: report? ahead of the report that was bullish. So then it's it just oh. driving up ahead of the report. That's crazy. Just feeding the viewers to the wolves there. Oh, he did. And
2: uh, and then uh, one buddy, I don't know, Mike was asking about this in the chat a lot. Uh, you got the Chinese. I just noticed too many closes right around 21.87, actually uh, close above it or close below it. So someone was trying to wiggle out there ahead of the report, now trading in the red. Uh, I look at that area again on a pop, uh, the upper 21.70s if I was trying to exit. On the downside, eh, it's not too bad on the downside. If you take out the pre-market low, things get a little dicey. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of tight, though. Someone's trying to hold it up here. But if it takes out 2860, see some more downside.
1: I think the the reason why all of Chinese stocks are down today is follow through from yesterday, which was uh, the statement from the Public Company Accounting Oversight Board, which is a U.S. body uh that said uh, you know the talk that there are going to be no listings no delistings excuse me is premature so um, there is, you know, everyone celebrating that Chinese government came out and central bank came out and said, yeah, we're going to support our stocks and no delistings. And U.S. body says, well, let's slow down on that. We're not so sure there's gonna, not going to be any, any delisting." So I, I don't think
3: anything has been solved there. I think yeah. everybody just got irrational. They were all excited to buy these Chinese names because it was so beat up. Yeah. And I think there's still a lot of concerns there. I think this is a fantastic opportunity to lighten up on your emerging markets funds. But I thought that a day ago or two days ago so it's it kept running a little bit here but uh, I'm scared there all right uh, it's as the world
1: turns here let's bring on as the world turns let's bring on uh, today's guest Steve Kalagian, co-founder of trade easy uh, a 39 year Steve I was gonna say, I was gonna call you a 40-year veteran but I thought nah he probably doesn't want me to give him the extra year so I'll, I'll, I'll do 39 years huh. uh, Steve how's it
3: going?
0: Good morning, guys. Good morning, Joel. Dennis. Good morning, Spencer. Good morning, everybody. Oh, uh, oh my
3: gosh, that's the most monitors I've ever seen. <laughs> Is that that's unbelievable? How many monitors do you have? Uh, no, it's a virtual 39. background. 39. Thirty-nine. Thirty-nine monitors. I'm
0: adding three more over here for crypto. When I you
3: get need the forty-two? Uh, How do you watch this
0: many monitors? I, I was given a gift. I literally can go, and I can see everything like that. It's um, it's you know, I built my own. um Probability analytics and they're embedded on the charts and uh, i you know i look at the same names over and over each and every day and uh you know what i do is i i see everything collectively and then i you know in my live channel each and every day i you know i'm I'm helping people with market direction and trading ideas and whether we're we're scalping or whether we're just intraday trades on like you said monster buy reversals on too many names like nvidia amd and yeah you know, the, the, all the big etfs around 11 11 15 so you know i i, I wrote a whole bunch of strategies against uh, the algorithms i built um so um you no know, that's what we do here each and every day so um i don't know i love you, it you know you're
1: actually able to see all those screens though
0: yeah i do you i can actually could walk out come back look left to right within Ten seconds, and I I can see things like what that.
3: is each screen a different stock that you're really? Every, into? Like, yeah,
0: every every thirty inch monitor has a different uh, asset on it, a different asset class. Yeah, well, like uh, AMD, uh, every different stock, um, a different yeah.
3: stock. Yeah, yeah. Different What stock. so? What's your bread and butter? Which stocks do you pick on the most?
0: Uh, well, I like the you know, let's see. I mean, I love the ETFs, like the TNAs, the TQs, the SS, the SQQQs, um, S and P futures. We have. Big, big, big community of traders on the indexes, on the Nasdaq, SP, gold, oil, 30 uh, year bonds. And then we look at like names like Nvidia, AMD, Boeing, Goldman, uh, Apple, Amazon, uh, you just Facebook, uh, Square, you know, Roku, all the big names, big, big volume names that people like to. And of course, the big ETFs, the Spiders, the Qs, the Diamonds, the Russell. And, uh, you know, but uh, th- these are names that. We feel like and on any given day, the, the way I wrote the strategies will get anywhere between four to six great trades a day, long end or short, on these uh on these patterns.
1: Wait, I, I like what Sonny just said on Twitch. No wonder there's a chip shortage, Steve. You you got all the chips. I them all. You got all of them, man. He's I long AMD all.
0: and NVIDIA because he's five percent of the revenue. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, these, I, I well, I've had these things, believe it or not. Like, you could, if you turn these screens off, you'll just see the, the black embeddedness of like NVIDIA in the screen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so, uh, burned, it's burned
3: in, in. burning on the screen. Uh, it's game.
0: awesome, though. I love it. It's uh. I wouldn't trade it for the world. I love it each and every day.
1: All right. Yeah. Uh, you have any potential ideas or setups for us today?
0: Yeah, actually, you know, I'm looking at the SQQQs here on below 34. Uh, one of the things I'm seeing here is I um, I got like a little buy, uh, a divergence here between on the bigger time frames, the daily and the weeklies. So I pretty much know this pattern. Um, we're gonna get maybe one one and a half more days up, and then we're gonna drop to a higher low. Um, so I'm looking just for one to three days, one to four day drop early next week. And then I think we're going to make a higher low, get another push up. And I think that push up, um, you know, I heard you guys say that like the Chinese stocks. Now, I mean, these things are so overbought here on March 15th. I tweeted out that. I saw oil and gold have a monster buy divergence. Gold broke 1900, got down to 1895. And that morning I said, look at Nugget. I'd be looking to buy Nugget here, looking to buy Heckler, looking to buy GLDs and anything gold related. I mean, gold's up $70. Oil was up, uh, was up almost 23 uh, from the high of 93 up to uh, up to the uh, 15, 16 level. So I think what we're reaching now is we're at a stage now where we're getting uh, on my work a monster sell divergence here on the daily time frame for another push down to a higher low get one more push up and i think that push up i think we go, we go right back down
1: all right um and as far as your time frame you, you mentioned a few different ones here right but mm-hmm. you, you do you do day trades you do swing trades what's
0: like the longest term trade that uh, you would do uh, long term, I mean, for me, unless there's ex- like, for example, like when you see gold I and mean, when you when you see extremes in the market, right? Like when gold and oil, when gold traded above the 2050, 60 range, when we dropped down to 1895, that's an extreme. And so when I say when you say long term to me, and yeah. I've been day trading my whole life. Uh, long term is 40 minutes, right? You know, so, yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know, because I believe that, you know, um, you know, you can compound your returns on a daily basis, you know, and just be consistent each and every day. I think if you can day trade right, which is what I'm teaching and what I've done successfully, I think you can have a better performance than buying and holding long term. Um, but not everybody can do that. have jobs, et etc. Et but the- Wait a minute. Sorry, Steve. I, I Let me see if... Steve, you're a
1: mic. Something just happened to your mic there. Your audio just completely tap it. Hold on. All right. It's better. Okay, better. So I
0: think as far as long-term is concerned, I think, you know, uh, unless there's extremes in the market, like, yeah. you know, when we got like the March lows of 2020, you know, and, you know, and, you you know, did I think they were going to rally to 36,000? No. I thought they were going to rally 24,000, 25,000. Yes. You know, um, but um, you know, I just think that anytime you get any kind of um, capitulation up and or down, that's when I I I think there's more long term advantages.
1: Um, Steve, you've been trading uh, as I said for nearly forty years, uh, American Stock Exchange, New York Stock Exchange. Uh, you have any any good floor stories for
0: us? Yeah, my the first trade I ever did in my entire life. Um, my father good friend was Peter Kellogg and I came home one day and I got a D in economics. And I literally took the, the books over my head. I, he was sitting on the couch. I threw the books against over my head and I didn't mean even me to do it. And they hit the window and the window went whoa, 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 like a big, big, like, you know, 12 foot window. And he said, what's the matter with you? I said, I just got a D in economics. I can't take it no more. I said, I'm not really meant for school. He said, that's it. You're getting a job on wall street. <laughs> so I went down the next day. I took the subway with him and I went into the 120 Broadway building and Marge was there. And she said, who are you? I said, I'm Stephen Kalagian here to see Peter Kellogg. I walked in. Peter Kellogg says, who are you? I said, I'm Jack Clayton, son, Peter. Um, nice to meet you. Cause Marge, get him a badge. And I got, <laughs> <it>. <laughs> and I, I went down the Florida American stock exchange and remember, I want to go back in time here because people won't remember this, but the minimum wage was $2 and 10 cents an hour back then. And I usually worked for $2 and 10 cents an hour, you know, cutting lawns or this and that. So I, I saved up $3,000. And when I became uh, a specialist clerk on the Amex, there was a stock right behind me called American can. So I started to learn a little bit about the options of calling a put, not, you know, nothing crazy. So I, I opened up a brokerage account and I bought, five calls at two and three quarters well half the money i hit. so the stock was probably like 51 or something like that and it was like october of 83 and next i know the stock drops i buy more the stock drops buys more and on christmas the week before christmas the stock was like 45 or 43 and or 45 or something like that and i remember a guy patting me on the back and saying hey kid go home enjoy christmas you you, you can't turn the machines back on just like in Trading places, you know. And then a week before expiration, the stocks like $41 a share in February. And I watched the stock in one week go from 41 to 54. So at 345, the day of expiration, I literally go to the yellow phone, pick up the phone and say, Tommy, sell whatever, you know, 15 or 18, 550 calls, market. Boom. Right? They were trading like three and a half, four dollars. And they were trading at a stint, cabinet to a stint at one point. So I lost the, everything practically a week before expiration was trading at like a sixteenth of a dollar, right? So I bought all the way down on the three thousand dollars. So as I'm hanging up the phone, within six, four or five minutes, I see the broker walk in the crowd and I hear him say, uh, "American Can 50 calls, uh, eighteen. I sold eighteen at the market. Boom." So I got the report. As I'm looking, you know, to write down that I sold them to myself, right? Because I'm, I, I turn around, to see my father. And my father says to me, are you out? I said, yeah, I'm out. Billy just, you know, he bought them. I heard him, you know, he sold them over there. And he said, you know, when I walked on the floor of the American Stock Exchange, he was a broker on the American Stock Exchange. That morning, a couple of days ago, I saw a penny faced up and I bent over and I made a wish that you wouldn't lose any money on this trade. He huh. said, would you, would you learn from, he said, would, would you learn from this? And I said, whenever you have a losing trade, you look for a penny faced up. <laughs> he, says, awesome. he says, no, you idiot. You never average down. <laughs> that's good. So yeah. that's, uh, that was my first. And then right after, like, four minutes ago, I went in and I bought 10 Merrill Calls. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was uh, my addiction uh, to uh, trading. Uh, um, yeah. But that's a true story. You know? and, and it taught me discipline. Like, you can scale into a position, but you have to have stops. You can never trade without stops, right? Preservation of capital. You're wrong. It's okay to be wrong, but come back and learn from what you made on the mistake on the trade. Sometimes you can't make learn because it could be news related, right? Um, so, you know, you got you to gotta adhere to stops. And I think that was my primary right. lesson.
3: I mean, that's the difference between a successful trader and a not successful trader is willing to take the loss. I mean, that's the biggest thing. And that's what the majority of people are unwilling to do. They're unwilling to admit that they're wrong. They're unwilling to take the loss. And then those little losses, inevitably, you're going to get one position that's going to turn out bigger loss and bigger loss. And then it's just, you know, taxing you're not only your your physical capital,
0: but your mental capital as well. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you a great story. I mean, you know, um, news can, you know, when sometimes you're on the right side, it's 50-50. I mean, one time I was long a bunch of S&P futures and I had a really good profit in it. I had my stop in place. It was ticking on my offer, right? I was watching it, you know, I said, oh, I'm going to sell these, right? And then boom, I get stopped out. Uh, Google's earnings were were supposed to be released at four o'clock and they released them at one o'clock. I said, what just happened? I just went from making all this money and I'm down, I'm down the boatload and as it rallied, I went to go short, right, and I offered a bunch. It was ticking, 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 ticking. I didn't get filled. And then it dropped 10 handles, and I took a chair, and I threw it against the wall, and the four legs stuck in the wall. And I said, said, you know, this is insane, you know, so news can play into something. But I had my stops in, you know, so.
2: Oh, man. I got one question for you. What utility company do you use? (laughs)
0: <laughs> Joe wants to buy your utility stock for all the screens. Joel can't get over your screen. I turn the machines off at night so I save energy. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Are you mining Bitcoin too? I was gonna ask that. I was gonna ask that. Which one's the Bitcoin miner? Yeah, right. It's in the back room over there. <laughs> yeah. With the freeze in the freezer. <laughs> oh God! I got my, as long as I got my coffee machine running, that's all I care about. Right. <laughs> Steve
1: like... the co-founder of Trade Easy. his links to his Twitter. He's a great follow. Links to his Twitter. Yeah, give his, his link. link. People right. are asking how to follow. Him. Uh, yeah, link. they're in the description, guys. I'll Thanks, I'll, Steve. Put, I'll, I'll put him up. Guys, right, have a great weekend you. and uh, awesome. all the
0: best to you. Joel, all great right. senior. Dennis, Spencer. All right. Dennis, all right, we'll get to see, see you again soon.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll put the links in the chat, everyone. So you—that's have...
0: great. I love the floor stories.
3: I love like hearing like people's first trades. You know, it's all that's all it's awesome. So yeah, there, there is links in the chat. The that's first awesome. trade is always a circus show. It seems like in some way. What was your first trade, Joel? What Was your first ever trade on the Oh floor, man, I can't, your, the I can't one on the go floor? back. I can't go back. remember I mean, your first one on the floor? Uh,
2: no. I you can't don't remember, remember your the first first trade? No. I mean. Uh, I mean, I think my first trade, I um, it was maybe in copper with my dad, like when I was really young. So I I can't remember that. No. My first trade
3: was Net Nanny Software on the Vancouver Stock Exchange in 1996, and it was these emails. You'd get these emails from these stock promoters. Same thing that's going on today, except (laughs) done in different ways. But it's like. This net nanny software, this was what was going to filter out the internet. So it was like for your kids. So you put this net nanny software on your computer, and then they couldn't look at anything bad on the internet. And it was called, it was NNS on the Vancouver Stock Exchange. This Danny Deadlock came in, and he said, you know, this stock was going to, you know, going to the moon. Probably front loaded it, you know, looking back. But I didn't know anything about any of that right then. I was like, oh, this guy says it's going up. I'm going to buy this thing. (laughs) <laughs> i bought them, like 95 cents and like two days later it was like three bucks i literally like i was like i'm the best at this i'm like i'm literally like oh look i just tripled my you're wealth. making it in and this. i bought more <laughs> <laughs> and then it tanked <laughs> and then that was like oh okay maybe i'm not so good at this but ah the penny stocks we all start in the pennies oh that's good that's good all right yeah, 1996 uh,
1: guys, it's eight fifty. we got a few minutes left if you want to do some ticker time let's do it right now now's the chance or we can also just uh, everyone just share their first trades That that's a pretty funny story uh but let's do some ticker time drop your tickers for us in the chat let me check my list was there anything that we didn't get to that i want to cover today um No, I don't think so. I think we covered most of that was on my list. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Let's look at, okay. Let's look at Apple because yesterday and Joel and I discussed this yesterday, but Apple had a headline. Apparently they're going to experiment with a subscription model for hardware for your phone. So you're not going to own your phone. You're going to, you're going to rent
3: your phone. Do you want to talk about overbought stocks? This thing is overbought bought but does that mean it's gonna turn no it means all the shorts are caught like hell on this thing one two three four five six seven eight days from 150 to 175 on one of the biggest market cap companies in the world you're gonna have to look a long ways to find a move like this that's that sustained that's incredible Um, I sold at 162 on a little piece of my long, long long-term position. It's still the biggest position, I think. I think it's Google or Apple's biggest position in my long-term portfolio. So it's still huge in there. I think it's still 12% of my overall long-term portfolio uh, just because it's grown into it. But, I mean, wow, this is just an incredible move, and I would not be chasing it. I'm going to go out on
2: a limb and say that it's not going to go
3: up another eight days in a row. I I don't think so. But remember ExxonMobil? Like yes, four yes. years ago, there that was an big... Exxon Mobil move. It was longer it went than up that, for Dennis. Twenty out of twenty-one days, and then than. you know what it did? It went down for like nineteen out of twenty-one days, and completely gave it all back. I mean, maybe I did it backwards, but it's there crazy. was there was
2: another one too. Was it? Is it? Is cognizant Technology? Is that still CTSH, around? yeah, yeah. yeah. Around. yeah that had like a bigger streak. Uh if I had this thing, I'd be okay, eight day winning streak, higher lows, higher higher highs, higher lows, higher closes. I'd wait for one of those, you know, uh, strings to stop and then, you know, maybe move up. Uh the dailies are telling you one seventy seven. Uh, is where the next uh, resistance is. I'll give you one level ahead of that. Yeah. And uh, that was 175.48. So look at look at those areas. If you're looking to peel out, I would say the longer it takes to get to those areas, uh, the more chance a little bit of a, a, a rollover, but very, very huge move. And you know, you were talking about, you know, Warren and having all his money in Apple. Well, didn't hurt them too much, you know. Uh, over the last couple days, House it's playing
3: catch up to Berkshire. The Apple <laughs> chart is just trying to catch up to where Berkshire is because Berk goes up every day too. So no matter what, market goes down, Berkshire goes up. Market goes up, Berkshire goes up. Warren just kicking ass and taking names in this market, I tell you.
1: Uh, going back to the conversation of things that people need uh, rather than things that they want. Well, they need medicine. Have uh, you guys looked at Bristol Myers recently? Bristol Myers Squib. No. Uh, it is flirting. <laughs> near within shouting distance of an all-time high wow that was from 22 years ago
3: well sorry in 2016 we got to 77 was it higher than that before it was was 79 in late 99 i think so 23 years ago it got got up to 79 in 1999 eh yeah when they were paying peas a 70 for a pharmaceutical company yeah (laughs) Yeah, I remember Merck was trading with a P of 55. It was like Walmart was trading with a P of 50. And those things took decades to come back. But, anyways, wow. Um, You know, cheap stock now. I mean, the P on Bristol Myers, what, nine, 10, maybe 12? 12. I'm guessing 12. Forward P. 12? Uh, Forward P. E. is nine. Crisis sales is three and a half. It's a little good just having these in my head. They're yeah. cheap. The pharma stocks have all been cheap. I've got a lot of them in the portfolios. I own Merck. I own a bunch of other ones. Uh, I don't own Bristol Myers. It's one I've always wanted to own. I just don't. It's never found its way into my long-term portfolio. So is it going to find its way now? Probably not. This doesn't
2: really. I mean, doesn't show any signs of going down yet. I would just you know just keep tracking the the closing price you know which has been the high close of the rebound right there uh the high was 260 7260 close 70 41 so use that yesterday or if you want to be protect, you know you know try and get taken out on the downside uh look at yesterday's low 7149 the, the lows have been moving up but i can't if you trade it intraday it looks like it moves like around a buck a day so if it gets up another buck today at 7340 7350 that would that would be a target on a on a for just a a daily trade or trader short uh, term
1: trader i will do a couple more here from the chat and then we'll bring money Mitch on here let's talk about there's a lot here. I'm trying to find names we don't normally do.
3: Uh, Teva isn't a name that
1: we have Teva.
3: known for a long time. Go off the board here. Yeah. It's an ADR, so it's already actively trading over in Europe. So you're just in the secondary market, meaning you see a tight little 854 to 856 spread. That's your high frequency trader that's trading it off of the European price, giving you that tight little spread. They're looking to make a penny on you. So there's not going to be like these big moves that happen at the open or anything like that because it's an ADR. It's already open in Europe. Um, With that being said, we do a technical on anything. 8.50 is resistance on this, which is right where you are right now.
2: Yeah, yeah, actually a little bit higher. Well, it took out. uh, I'd be more inclined to try and there must be some news out on this or something. This is a pretty big move for it. Um, Uh, But I would have said, hey, I would have liked it going through 8.22, 8.21. Uh, That's an afterthought now because there was a pair of highs there. Uh so it's bid bid well um and Dennis is talking about the quad top here at uh, 855 856 that's where it is right now there's there's news there's something good news on here make if you're buying this off the open make sure this thing holds cuz this is uh this is a pretty unusual move for it there must be some good news on it
1: um it's coming into uh spring now coming into golf season you, you want to look at drive shack this is ds this is for uh mega Heiser in the chat oh my gosh
3: penny stocks
1: yeah well it's it, it's come down yeah it was not earlier but it is now a penny stock but this is the uh the uh uh operator of uh, golf courses
3: you get above a buck 50 it gets a little bit more interesting yep.
1: Yep, got to get above
3: a buck fifty. There's no volume in this thing, though, either. It's super thin, so oh, it trades a few million shares a day, does it? Yeah, oh, uh, know. look
2: at look at Callaway. That's uh, that's been had quite to sell off. Yeah, I'll agree with you on uh, the drive shot. up
3: above a buck fifty. Looks interesting. I mean, you're coming into seasonality here, so Callaway is interesting. Some of these stocks are interesting, um, yeah. I- it- yeah, Callaway. The, the trends are not your friend here, though. That's the biggest issue. Is like we're we're trying to call bottoms on seasonality, and whenever I try to call a bottom in the stock, it's usually not the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah. Uh, let's do a couple more. Let's look at let's look at DraftKings. I'm going to grab the chat for DraftKings, right
1: here. and then if you people talking about Bitcoin, yeah, I know Bitcoin. There was some whale activity overnight, right? Yeah, I saw that too. Um,
3: DKNG. 20 bucks, man, is a big number here. It's struggling at it. Is it going to get back above it? I think you cannot buy 19 on a breakout through 20. Then you start thinking 25. We'll do the Kenny Glick. You know, you get the 20, then you think 22 and a half. You get the 22 and a half, then you get the 25. And you can, you know, we're kind of making fun of it. But I tell you, Kenny, it works, man. And I love Kenny Glick. We love hit the bed. And Kenny keeps it simple, too. And he's totally about that. you to got to get through the 20. Then you get the 22 and a half. You get the 22 and a half, then you can start thinking about the 25. And this is going through the optionality of it, too. So, I mean, you get through the 20 on the DKNG, start thinking 22 and a half. Until you get above 20, not touching
2: it. Yeah, this. I mean, this was supposed to be, you know, the tournament time and picking up and nothing. Uh, been a little bit of a trading range, 18 to 20. You're you you're kind of in the middle, but uh, I do like that 20 area. That's true,
3: too. I'm sorry about yeah. Michigan, Joel.
1: Yeah, you know we, when you don't we, make we baskets, that,
2: it's 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 uh when you don't make baskets, it's very hard to win the <laughs> game. Don't have the shots.
1: That's important. Uh, yeah, let's do, let, let's do one more. Oh, I just had. It. Oh yeah, let's do Qualcomm for uh for Intel. Qualcomm. We haven't yeah. looked at all
3: the. No, okay. still long it. I've been long this thing in the long term portfolio. Said so the only one that I bought in March of 2020, when everybody else bought all their stocks, I bought two stocks in March of 2020: Microsoft and Qualcomm. Both were killing it I'm still long both of them I have sold half of the Qualcomm um bought at 60 sold half at 120 so forever trading with the house's money here now it's 159 might die with this one uh, 160. <laughs> 160 was Tuesday's high
2: so uh you know aim that for the high for the week you're at 15970. Uh, if you're looking for another target above that 163.16, getting a little bit of a head start up 20k, uh, must get through that one. And actually, you're ticking 160 here in the pre market, so make sure you get through that 160 today in Qualcomm. All
1: right, it is 9 a.m. Joel's going to head on over to premarketprep.com, Dennis is going to do whatever it is he does. Sure. I'm going to go over to get ready for our, our all-access show. At All right. And Money Mitch is going to hop on here. Money Before we go, Mitch. happy Tolkien Reading Day, everybody. All you Tolkien fans out there, today is National Tolkien Reading Day. So, uh, go Like Johnny it.
4: Men Menzah. What? No, Got to get, get that money.
3: Okay. Gotta get the money. Cool. Get I gotta money. Get that money. Money Mitch, I will talk to you later. We're off. All right you know
4: dennis is going to get that money
1: mitch go run through your watch list for us what's on your radar here let's
4: do it let's do it so first thing first of course we're going to be paying attention to what happens in the cannabis stocks so there you go i'll put up cgc here take on over here let me put myself full screen so you guys can see these charts a little bit better here um you guys know how i like to use uh my tc here to kind of get through the sectors and the industries i'm going to really quickly run through some of these stocks the stocks that I'll be watching today. Um, gonna be coming on also at 1025, guys. So we're gonna do all access and then we're gonna get into live trading. So don't leave anywhere. If you guys want to get to live trading, stick around, watch some all access. If you need to, you know, bring it the volume down a little bit. You know, I don't mind. You know, do your trading, do what you got to do, but check out all access, and then we'll be jumping on around 1025. Hopefully, I've already nailed some of these trades, but gonna be watching CGC for a pullback here. Uh, Going to be looking towards the $8 pullback. I think we can get a quick pullback out the gates and then a quick rise back through that eight twenty-five level. Looking for like an inside day that eventually just comes up right back through that $9. Going to look for a day two move in CGC. Uh, Tilray, we'll be watching those. ray I'd be looking for more, but pull back closer towards the seven dollars and seven twenty five area. But we'll see what happens today. Right now, that is hanging out at the top side of the range. Uh, I'm playing a, a lot of lithium names as of late, so you guys take a look at some lithium names. You guys can watch. LAC has been really a, a big ripper, um, but uh, this is one that I've been watching, and, and I did day trade this one yesterday. Wish I would've been able to hold on to some of the shares. MP is really the leader taking off. Uh, I know the SPAC haters out there uh, love to say that there's no SPACs that are up, but this thing is ripping at 52 week ties. We'll see what happens on MP. PLL is another one that started the push yesterday. I got into a swing on uh, LTHM. We're going to watch to see if this one can continue. Get on up there towards the 27 area. You guys can also watch the ETF. that's lagging a little bit lit. We'll watch for that to kind of push up through 79 and 80s today. We'll see what happens on these. Like always, just keep uh, a watch on the overall industry to see if it continues to run steel has been really strong as of late we've been calling this out for a while now hope you guys have been playing some steel plays best plays have been uh x cliff yesterday really ripped guys uh steel dynamics is another one that i really like and if you take a look here this one actually set up a head and shoulders failed pattern that came back and ripped you can see it now almost to the 90 has been a big mover Um, Let's go ahead. Let's take a look at some of the other basic materials plays that I've been calling on out specialty chemicals doing really well right now. You guys can watch some of these trades right now. Uh, ALB is one that I've been watching. Look how this has been going the last couple of days really has been pushing here. Um, And then you can look in chemicals. I do like the chemicals. I've called this out here since uh, the 10th of March. We've been watching this and look how the chemicals have started to get really strong here on the industry. You can take a look at names like APD. Uh, You can take a look at HUN. I do like this one. It's trading down right now. It could reverse here. Back is another good one here. B-A-K, this is the one that I'm going to call out today that looks the best for me, is this B-A-K to get through that 2050. We have an alert to trade this one. Uh, We'll see what happens here in the chemicals, but definitely a good day there. Uh, Gold also coming back and looking strong. Remember, guys, we've been watching gold since uh February 7th and fe- actually February 4th was the first day we started watching this and look how this has been strong this has been a big rip we'll continue to watch what happens in gold All right, let's go to stocks from the chat. I'm going to catch up with the chat and see what you guys are mentioning out there and see what stocks you guys want covered. I did see EMPH being talked about. So that's my leader in solar. If you take a look at this, this is actually starting to get really strong here. I'm going to take a look at some of these solar names. I've talked about them. Uh, Beam is one that I'm looking at today. That one is setting on up through the 16 to get up there towards 1750 today. We'll keep an eye out on that one. Max N is another one that I like. It's pulled back below the resistance here, that 14. Let's see if we come back up towards that 14. Uh, you can also take a look at names like First Solar, uh, Run, um, also Sun W. Let's see if this one can get off the bottom and just start pushing through three. Soul really pushed last time when we got up there towards eight. So we'll keep that one on watch through the 650s today. I could get moving there. That's some solar names out there. Uh, Charge point being mentioned a bunch in the chat. Keep your eyes on this one. Definitely a favorite out there. Uh, Continuing to run has multiple resistance at 19 and supports at 18. I would look for both of those kind of trades to work either to the downside or to the upside. All depends on the stock and where it wants to go. All right. Mitch, will you ever buy crypto again? Um, Yeah. I mean, I don't mind buying crypto, but I'm waiting for another bear market. I think that it's important to when you're looking at alternative investments to get them cheap, right? Not buy into the rip. I really would not buy into here on Bitcoin because I just feel like you could easily go back down to 20K at some point and then you really be kind of in the hurt. So for me, I'm staying out of the crypto world right now. I'm waiting for the next bear market in crypto for me to jump on. All right, Hexo being called out out there. Clean, uh, CLSK, Spark being called out also. This one has been doing really well. Has been pushing on up kind of a renewable energy play. Uh, I've been also watching FSL. also. This has been working its way up. We'll see if these can continue to run. I think that they've gotten too far. But look at Plug. Plug looks actually a little bit stronger here. Uh, We'll see if that one can get through 29, but I think it's probably going to pull back towards the 26. These stocks are all extended, so it's pretty pretty hard for me to just be jumping into these stocks now. I mean, if you take a look, look at this. This has been going up 26%. There's no reason why I can't pull back like 13%. So I'm going to keep watching them. We'll see what happens there. Uh Kramer says Marvel one to watch. Yeah, of course. You know why? I mean, he's not being he's he's not being the craziest by calling out Marvel, right? What is he doing is he's, he's looking at the sector, right? And he's looking at the industry. He's seeing the semiconductors rip like NVIDIA, AMD, QCOM. And so what does he do? He does the laggard type of trade. He does what I tried to look at all the time, guys. So I'll take a look at the industry and take a look at there's some charts that are lagging on that move and to see if the industry move continues in the next day. So like today, if you were gonna trade Marvel, what would I do? I would be focusing on the other chip makers. So I'm looking at NVIDIA, AMD, I'm looking at Qcom, I'm looking at those stocks to see TSM, do they start ripping? If they rip right out the gates, yeah, I would take my shot in Marvel because then you have the industry moving in a direction And supporting your view in the stock. This is why I like to trade with the herd. And a lot of times I like to get baskets. I like to get a couple of stocks and diversify in between. And then you could take a swing that you're at least diversified in the industry, yet you're seeing the whole industry move on up. All right, let's keep going, guys. I'm going to take some looks at the chat, see what else is being mentioned out there. Baba being mentioned. I think that's more of a short for me right now, Chinese names. I'm staying away. I only play them to the downside right now. Uh, ADM been waiting for a pullback, but it refuses. Let's take a look at ADM. Uh, ADM Farm Products. (laughs) Man, this is one that I, I have to say that I missed out on the buy here. We were looking at this one on March 17th. Why were we looking at this? Because we saw farm products start getting hot. And what is this? This is the inflationary trade, guys. So this is why I tried to stick to looking at what could come, right? What could come. And then I pay attention to the stocks, try to catch the momentum as it starts ripping as we started seeing this day right here this was the day that it really should have got on our radar the 21st and then we're looking for the breakout or an inside day we got to pull back into the lows and then just kept going we'll look for a pullback now i wouldn't be chasing this unless i'm doing kind of more of a day trade just trying to get the momentum but i'd look for a pullback closer towards 88 or 87 to look for that kind of dip back throwback by and then getting back in there but adm What a great move there. All right, let's keep going, guys. This is how I love to find the stocks is you have to go ahead and be working backwards, guys. So um, let's say like we could do it right now. Let's say like working consumer cyclicals. Then we see what's up in consumer cyclicals right now. Look like lodging is doing good. Let's take a look at some of the major leaders in lodging. So you take a look. Look at Hilton. Look how it's lining up here. We actually called it on this last move on up. And we came back down significantly, down towards that 130. But through the 145s, I really like it now. Now you have some support to go off of. You can drive and use that 148 right now and look for a push towards 154 and 158. We'll see if this can hold Hilton. Marriott looking the same way right looking like it wants to start getting strong here it did do a nice little push out I would look for a pullback towards 170 to hold today and then come back up through the 174 level not a bad stock I did see Airbnb being mentioned in the chat so I'm going to take a quick look at that this has been really hot I actually wrote it up last time up towards this trend and we didn't get We didn't hold that push. Now we're back up there towards the 170, getting up there towards that 180. I think this one could really start driving on the long term. If you take a look at the monthly chart, you're going to see a nice kind of flagging pattern, multiple bottoms near that 130. So I would look for pullbacks towards 160 to try to join in on the party. But right now it does look like it wants to get strong. And if I measure this long flag here from, let's say, the monthlies, that's about $94. So if we can get up there towards the 190s, I think – you know, and start pushing. Who knows? We can make a move, maybe towards three hundred. I'm gonna keep a watch on this, like always. Do your own risk assessments, guys. Uh, Airbnb setting up for 185, 190. Check it out. You see, I, I got you, man. I didn't even look at the chat, and I was already covering Airbnb. Let's keep going, guys. Smash the like, guys. I only see 341 likes, yet 1,000 people watching. If I can get 600 likes on live trading with only 700 people, there's no reason why we can't get to 800 likes right here on pre-market prep you guys getting great information from traders like dennis dick and joel conan i enjoyed the show i don't know if you guys enjoyed the swedish meatballs comment earlier but i know i did let's keep it going guys smash that like all right uh we're gonna see if x gonna give it to you today but let's take a look at some of the other stocks out there is apple going to keep moving i'll take a look at apple if you guys got some other stocks Let's go ahead and keep it going there. There's 429 likes now. Let's keep it going. Can we get to 800? Can we break records? That's what I'm all about here on Benzinga. So you guys help me and smash that like button. All right, let's go ahead, let's keep it going. I can stock, I can talk stocks all day long, so let's go ahead, let's get into some other names out there. Uh, let's take a look at some of these chip names, like NVIDIA. So one of the things is this has been ripping, guys, and I'm gonna be looking for pullbacks today towards 265 to hold. If we do get that 265 to hold, then you can start taking a look at if you wanna go ahead and do kind of a dip by here. Now we did see a resistance come into play here, and so if you see this 284, look how look how we kind of knock back down through that 284 today that's going to be the level on the upside that i'm going to be watching for nvidia you got to watch that 284 do we get back above that 284 today i think we get pullbacks closer towards 265 but if we do get a push towards that 284 i'll be definitely be watching for the move all right let's keep going Let's look at some other stocks. DXCM. That's not a bad one there. Let's take a look here. Diagnostics and research. I do like the hourly chart. Trying to get through hourly highs here. Has what rule of three into play, guys? I talk about this all the time on live trading. Uh, you're looking for three attempts to break on out pullback holding. And that's what matters here is that you're getting that pullback to hold. It comes back into these levels as long as 458 holds. Even a tick down through the 465s, I would look for a push back through the 480s. I'll keep this one on watch, guys. All right, we got about two minutes till we get to all access. You guys keep throwing up those stocks. I'm going to keep going through as many as I can here. Let's go to NG. NGS, guys, this is a natural gas play that I'm going to call out uh, today. I'm going to be watching to see if this one can get moving here. I really like that it made a run in March and then turned around here. Now you're getting back through the, the trend line. you got a nice push, so be careful for a pullback towards the 11.76 before you get that big breakout at 12. But I'm going to be watching there to see if we get a breakout on NGS. If you guys want to take a look at some other natural gas plays, you got tell. Tel has been doing really well. Uh, this is T E L L. And you guys can watch this one. Look how this has been pushing through the five. And if you take a deeper time frame look and you look at this trend line, look how we held it. Look how we broke above here, like what I always talk about. The break above, it needs to close above. You got the retracement. Now you got that push above. And then what do you do? The next day it opens above that, giving you that nice signal. You could get a pullback towards 450 and 426. But for right now, I'm going to be looking for this to get strong. We'll look for that to kind of get through that $5 level and hold pullbacks to the resistance or the prior resistance, which is around the 460s. Or you can draw this up towards right around here where you got the multiple touch of those wicks. That's around 477. And you can see that pullback yesterday went to 475. All right, BTU, you guys know how I love my coal trade. This has been an awesome trade. I do think that we might get a pullback today towards 2391s. But look for this kind of trend to continue. CEIX is another one I would give you guys in coal. This has been strong. So if maybe BTU takes a rest, but CEIX starts taking over, look how that trend's continued. In the last seven days, it's gone 22%. So just be careful there. But definitely a good stock that's been moving. Uh, Industrials is one to keep watch, guys. I've called this out too much that I think that a lot of people are going to miss the the infrastructure type of trade going into Q2 and Q3, which is, for me, the industrial. So keep those on watch, guys, for longer term type trades. Cat, DE have really been leading here. Uh, DE has been one that I've been talking about since March 1st. Look how this pulled back and now has just completely ripped, gone about 18%. Cat, since we called it out from the bottom here, has really made a nice move, also. This one has gone about 18% has a couple days sideways now. Look for another push through 228s today. That's what I'll be watching in the cat. That's going to do it for me, guys. I need to get you guys on over to all access. Like always, smash the like. Come enjoy some companies and get the story. You guys know as Money Mitch, I'm always about that story is everything yes we always need to keep the fundamentals and the technicals in our mind i like the three variable approach but there's nothing like getting to the story so i'll get you guys to some stories right now on all access smash the like and i'll see you guys next time